turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Except the Lord helps us. Except the Lord opens our eyes. We don't even know ourselves. So how can we know other people? How can we judge other people? <laughs> I said, don't judge, lest you be judged. This is the wisdom of God. Jesus could see what was happening behind the scene for these people, for, for his disciples, his families that just forsook him in a time of danger. So he was able to empathize with them. He prayed for them and forgave them. Let's look at what's really happened behind the curtain. Why the disciples fled when Jesus was being arrested. If we look at Luke chapter 22, verses 31 and 34. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to them, but he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me. Now, it wasn't only Peter that Satan used his schemes and devices on. All the other disciples were affected by the tricks, by the devices, by the schemes of the devil. For Jesus Christ said to Peter, Satan is attacking you. Satan wants to take you. Satan wants to trick you. Satan wants to make you fall. And Jesus said, I have prayed for you. But Peter did not even listen to that. Did not even understand that. He said, no way, I'm not going to fall. No way, I'm not going to do anything bad. No, 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 I'm strong. If I were to be like those people, I would do differently. Oh, I would be so caring. I would be so loving. I would be so so different. He didn't even know himself. He didn't know what the battle was behind him. He didn't know what was happening behind the scene. He didn't know what some some forces, you know, uh, were doing to make him fall. 
So he didn't take caution. This attack on Peter was not just on Peter. It was on all of them. Jesus prayed for them. But he still allowed them. God still allowed them to experience the trouble. Amen. So many times, God will allow us, you know, allows, allow us to experience things so that we can understand, so that we can help others. So in this situation, we see Satan at work. We also see human fear, fear of death at work. Emotions and experiences at work. So many things that happened to the disciples. You know, so many things that came together to make them to run for their lives. It was not just one thing. It was not just spiritual. It was also human. It was also emotional. Many things that came together to make them run for their lives. And Jesus could understand all of that. If we can understand everything that is involved in what somebody is going through or what may be happening to somebody, why somebody did did something, we will look at it so differently. We will look at the situation so differently. That's why God is the true justice. Because he sees everything. He sees everything. He sees everything. I don't know if you have ever considered how somebody would do something and it comes in the public eyes. And everybody condemns the person. Everybody, you know, blames the person. Everybody, you know, has something to say. But come check it out. They are doing worse things. They are doing the same thing, even worse things in their own lives. So Jesus prayed for his disciples. He empathized with them. Prayed for them and forgave them. Even though they forsook him. They just forsook the relationship. Or the relationships they had with him. The good relationship they had with him. You know, the close relationship they had with him. They just forsook him. They left him to be, you know, to be oppressed. If you are left alone like that. What would you do? A relationship that had been going on for a long time. For about three years now. All of a sudden. They just left. Wow. There are many, many good relationships like that, you know, that all of a sudden something just happens and the world is upside down. You have couples, married couples who have been together for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and all of a sudden somebody just leaves. A husband just leaves and takes off. Sometimes the relationships have been really no, uh, bad from a long time or for a long time sometimes the relationships have been good and all of a sudden wham, something happens what will you do if something like that happens to you I can imagine how Jesus felt Jesus did not just pray for them he forgave them he did not just forgive them he also talked with them about the matter after he rose up from the dead he talked about these things we might not see the full account of how he talked with them, but we can remember when Jesus said to Peter, Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And all the other disciples were there, listening. The question was to Peter, but it was to all of them also. I'm sure each one was hearing Jesus. And each one was being, no, was thinking in his mind, Oh, this is about me. Do I really love him? 
it's very important that we are able to talk about things, that we're able to communicate. Yes, we understand that the devil is the mastermind, but being able to talk about the matter is very important, especially if the relationship is a close one. It is not acceptable for you to say, the devil made me do it, or it's not me, it's the devil. Because some people, you know, would try to excuse themselves and escape from the matter and hide behind the devil and blame the devil. Oh, the devil made me do it. If you say that, it's a lie. It means that you have a mind of wanting to do it again. Because you always blame it on the devil. You have to own up. You have to own up to your mistakes. You have to own up to your errors. You have to own up to your actions or behaviors. If that problem is not properly dealt with, it will repeat itself. So it's important for us to talk about issues, to talk about matters, to talk about problems, and of course to admit our mistakes and not blame the devil. Own up to your responsibility. Own up to your part of the story. Don't blame the devil. Don't shift the blame on the devil. We're talking about relationships are a battle, the operating forces in human relationships. This battle is spiritual, and you have to be spiritually strong to win and stand in victory. Galatians 5.14 says to us, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. Wow. Galatians 5, 14 and 15. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And by the way, your neighbor is not just the one, you know, next to you on your street. Or living in the same apartment complex with you. You Your neighbor is all the way down to Australia. Even though you are in America, you know, it's really a global village now. We are so close together. So, this is really very relevant. When Jesus Christ said, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I say, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. Now, what that that is saying is this. If you don't love your Brother, your sister, if you don't love people as yourself, you're going to bite them. You're going to devour them. They're going to bite you and devour you. And you're going to just consume consume each other up. You're going to just destroy each other. The question is this. How can we have the ability to love someone, to to love someone else the same way we love ourselves? How can we have the ability to love someone else the same way we love ourselves? It's even more serious when Jesus Christ says in Matthew Matthew 5, 44 to 45, But I say to you, love your enemies. Wow, this is not just anybody. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. And sends rain on the just and the unjust. 
Wow. That is, that is revolutionary. Love your enemies. That's, that's radical in a good sense. That's, that's very, very different. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Some Christians don't know that, actually. There are many Christians that pray in these, these days. That they, they pray night and day. They pray with fasting. And all they are about is cursing their enemies in their prayers. And when they are praying, they don't have the devil per se in mind. They have their, maybe somebody that, you know, in the family or somebody, um, a friend or whatever, that seems to be their enemy. They have their brother-in-law, their sister-in-law, their mother-in-law in mind when they are praying. And they are directing their prayers to those people. And they are cursing them by their prayers. They are saying, you know, jump up and die. You know, many, many Christians around the world, especially in Africa, pray those kind of prayers. And they pray these around the clock. You know, they pray that their enemies die. Of course, the devil is not going to die. So they are talking about their mother-in-law, their, their sister-in-law, their stepmother, their stepfather, you know, and they think that those are their enemies. The scripture says, your fight, your battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against people. It's against principalities and powers. So, Jesus Christ says, love your enemies. Those your enemies, they are not really your enemies. Your enemies are the demons and the devils. Love your enemies. Bless, bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Wow, that is radical. This is not a piece of cake, you know. These are serious matters in human relationships. Wow, to love your enemy, that's not cheap. That's not a, no, that's not a small thing. To bless those who curse you, that's not a small thing. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Oh, oh, oh.